0: so i believe that this miracle that we had this miracle Mm -hmm. of this message from the lord i believe this is a message from the lord that we are to open our mouth Mm -hmm. and let the fire fall
1: Yes. god promises in joel 228 to pour out his spirit on all humanity welcome to global outpouring where we contend for that promised outpouring And we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip
0: Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We want to share with you a prophetic miracle that we have just experienced and what the Lord is saying out of that miracle. We're so glad you're with us on this podcast today. Before we get started, let me just encourage you, if you haven't already done so, that you might want to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and you can access all of our podcasts that we have on our platform. Uh, you can probably do that from your own platform if you if you're listening from someplace else, but you can uh, follow everything that we're that we have going. We have events that are coming up that you'll want to know about. You can read our blogs, you can donate. you can check out our online bookstore. We have lots of things available to you that will help you to deepen your walk with God. So we had a miracle this week. Well, I guess it probably goes back a little longer than that. I don't know. When did you start this miracle, Philip? Give us the backstory. Well, I was
1: praying and I was saying, Lord, what can I get for Sharon? Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know, it's just like you, you, know, want, you wanted something meaning- meaningful? Something meaningful, you know. And so then I just thought, Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I always like to bless her now and then with getting a necklace and matching earrings and Rona Sparopoulos, who has been with us before, makes these by herself and prays over them and, and uh, before she makes each one, and the Lord gives her a name for each uh, each necklace in that. And it's uh, really, really amazing.
0: It's, they're beautiful creations.
1: Yeah, and so I called her and asked her, is there something that if the Lord gives you, some th- a download to make one of these for Sharon, you know, and if you could do that. So a few days later, she called me back and says, yes, I have something. And kind of showed me some of the pictures. I thought, okay, this is good.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, Philip had this lovely box, and I opened it. And as soon as I saw inside, I saw, you know, jewelry boxes, a necklace box, an earrings box. I thought, oh, boy, he's gotten me something from Rona. And when I opened it up, this gorgeous, gorgeous, set of beads that she strung together uh, you know, in colors that I love, you know, sort of a uh, peacock blue and sort of a purplish and, and kind of teal. And, and, and those are just colors that I love. and, and I wear a lot of those. So um, But then I noticed that there were these clay beads that had like a little design in them, sort of like sort of like a swirl, but kind of flat on the bottom and i looked at that and i thought wait a minute that's the hebrew letter pay now if you've been following any of the folks that uh, are talking about this even since 2020 um actually from from the fall of 2019 um, we were hearing about the hebrew w- numbers for the the hebrew the new hebrew year um, if you if you're not familiar with it, Hebrew letters have a numeric value. There are no numbers in Hebrew. Uh, they had to they had to borrow in modern Hebrew from mm-hmm. um, from numbering systems outside of Hebrew to to write numbers because they use Hebrew letter numbers that can you- actually spell something. So in in the this decade, the the letter that indicates the decade is. The letter pay. And the letter pay has an equivalent word, which is the word pay, which means mouth. So I saw that, and and of course you're you're hearing the prophetic people saying. So this is the decade of the mouth. We have to speak only the word of the Lord, and 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 the things that we speak, we're we're gonna see what we speak. So you have to be careful because life and death is in the power of the tongue, and uh, you know what you're declaring is what you're gonna get. And and we know that that if you start declaring, well, I'm sick, you're gonna really you'll get let sick. it be sick. Yeah, and you you'll get you'll be sick. And, and, and uh, if you declare your healing, you're going to experience healing. And, and, and these things are, are real. The, the reality of what you speak, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's, that's the subject of another whole podcast. And I, I think, but I think you, you've probably heard that kind of teaching already. If you have it, go looking for, for it because it's, it's an important message that you let you learn about what to speak. So I'm looking at this necklace with the letter pay, and it's stamped like four, five, six times on each of these clay, uh, clay beads. And I haven't counted up how many beads on the necklace have that letter, but it's just multiple times, multiple times. There's, there's uh, I'm guessing there must be at least more than 10 uh, beads that have this letter pay on them. So I, I texted Rona right away and I said, I just opened my present that you made, beautiful. It's so prophetic with the beads that have the Hebrew letter pay on them. Where did you get those? She says, wow, I didn't realize that. <laughs> when I was praying about what beads to use, I felt those were the right ones, amazing. So then I said, the Holy Spirit showed you something really mean- meaningful, I love it. So then, as I, after I got done just examining this with wonder and texting back and forth with her I got up out of my chair now we were just sitting in in our chairs by our gas log in the fireplace just enjoying the ambiance of the lovely fire and and I see this little scrap of paper about an inch tall and about three inches wide and it's yellow and I looked down and, and it has Hebrew words on it. And I, as I looked at it, I saw, Oh, this is a confirmation because here's the word, patuach in Hebrew. And I think the other word is sagur. And, and then I, I flipped it over and realized, okay, this is a little flashcard for helping to learn Hebrew vocabulary. So it means open and closed. Well, how amazing, first of all, I thought, okay, here's just, here is a confirmation of the letter pay. Cause I wanted to make sure that what, that, listen, I'm a, I'm a, a newbie basically. I'm a, I I'm maybe like a first grader in, <laughs> in Hebrew. I, I don't, I don't know how to conjugate a verb. Uh, I can, I can sound out letters. I can sound out words, but I don't necessarily know what they mean and i'm still learning so i just happen to love hebrew i just love it it's just <laughs> it's so meaningful it's to me it's true
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and when we go to synagogue with our with our jewish friend uh, you know sometimes i cry just holding the prayer book or holding the tanakh uh, scriptures just just looking at a tanakh uh, that that's the um, what we would call the old testament but just looking at those letters makes me cry sometimes because I'm so passionate about this language and I really want to know it more and I'm asking God to help me to learn it. Um, so anyway, I was, I was wanting to go and look for confirmation to make sure that that really is the letter pay. And here's this little thing on the floor. <laughs> where did this come yeah, from? Yeah, where
1: did it come from? How
0: so? did this get here? And then I looked at the end of the flashcard on the English side. It says, open... And close well. That fits perfectly with pay, with the with the word mouth. We're going to open our mouth, and we're going to use the word of the Lord to close things. Mm-hmm. And and then on the end of it, sideways, is the word fire. <laughs> now, why yeah. fire is on that, I have no idea and why it was in front of our fireplace i have no idea and even more exciting that i'm pretty sure that that was in the handwriting of our founder gwen shaw
1: mm-hmm.
0: we we live in the house that she lived in okay she
1: but she's been gone for
0: she's been gone for 10, 10 years, years almost now uh, and and so we have no idea how it got there maybe it was just stuck down in in the chair that i was sitting in i haven't sat in that chair just a whole lot we just kind of started sitting there uh using it in front of the fire just this year uh, when we started having cold weather and and just enjoying a fire but here it is that fire open and close your mouth or open your mouth and close things mm-hmm. I think that's the prophetic word for the season that we are entering as we're entering this new year, and it fits in this whole decade of the mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's time for the fire to come forth from our mouths. Yes. Amen. So as I was as I was pondering, okay, what what scriptures what scriptures go with this, and and the first scripture that came to me was when. Uh, Moses was uh, was out in the fields, uh, in the mountains, really, with his with his father in law's sheep, and he's he's at the foot of Mount Sinai, and he sees this burning bush. Here's fire, and the bush was not consumed. It was a supernatural fire, and the angel of the Lord came, and spoke to him. He gave him a word. He spoke out of his mouth. The mouth of he, he was he was speaking the words of God. To moses he was giving a message from god the angel was giving a message out of the fire so that was the first one that came to me and of course that's in uh exodus 3 verse 2 um but then then i thought about samson's parents
1: that's in judges chapter 6 verse 21 then the angel of the lord put forth the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the flesh and the unleavened cakes and there rose a fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cakes. Then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. Wow.
0: <laughs> so the background of that story, the angel had come to Manoah's wife.
1: This was Samson. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Yeah, this was Samson. Manoah's wife was barren. And the angel of the Lord appears to her, tells her she's going to have a child. He's going to be a Nazarite and... You know don't cut his hair and don't drink any wine or eat raisins or anything um, anything from the vine it's part of the Nazarite vow and that's where his strength will be and and then Manoah, she tells her husband Manoah says um you know i i want i want to know this angel too and she so when the angel appeared to her again um manoa is saying uh, H- what do we do H- help help us understand this and and he wanted to offer an offering and he brought food he brought food for the angel and the angel said i'm not going to eat this and he touched then that's when he touched it with his staff and the fire of the lord came fire
1: consumed it wow. consumed
0: it so he came with a message and the message had fire with it he came with it, the angel came with a message from the lord and the message the messenger had fire with him okay yeah. uh-huh. so then then i th- i got to thinking well Hebrews twelve twenty nine says that our God is a consuming fire. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah.
0: there's a number of scriptures about that.
1: Exodus 19, verse 18, And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke.
0: I love that. That's yeah. the King James.
1: Because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. Yeah. Kind of like a volcano but when it blows, you know. <laughs> Only shakes. it was coming down
0: from the top instead of Yeah, so from, from the
1: from the belly of the yeah, earth, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then then Exodus twenty four seventeen says the sight of the glory of Yehovah, that it says the Lord in our English, but it's jehovah uh, was like a like devouring fire on the top of the mountain the eyes of the children of Israel. So so he looks like a fire. He is a consuming fire. And then you have uh, Psalm 97, do you have that in the Passion? Can you look that up in the Passion, Psalm 97, 3-5? Okay, Psalm
1: 97, verse 3, in the Passion. All around him burns a blazing glory fire, consuming all his foes. When his lightning strikes, it lights up the world. People are wide-eyed as they tremble and shake mountains melt away like wax in a fire when the lord of all the earth draws near
0: yes wow so our god is a consuming fire a fire goes before him and burns up all his enemies we you know it's it's for real he's he is really that and and we haven't seen it much in our generation Oh. but if you read the word that is who he is that is what he is and we will see it in our generation i believe then you've got isaiah 30 verse 27 says behold the name of Jehovah comes from far burning with his anger and the burden thereof is heavy his lips are full of indignation and his tongue as a devouring fire you know mm. that's when when he's when he's when he's had enough <laughs> he's had enough and and to be fair to be fair to our father our father is a loving father and people who read the old testament and think at the end of their reading that ooh he's just really this scary wrathful god they're not getting the timeline of how much time goes by from the time that he tells them what to do and what not to do until the judgment comes Uh, at least twice that i know of there's been like a 400 year span like when he told abraham that his descendants were going to go into egypt for Mm -hmm. 400 years because the cup of iniquity of the amorites was not yet full in other words god was giving the amorites 400 years To get their act together and to become obedient to God or he was going to move them on out and that's that's what happened it took it took 400 years years. and then and then when when the the when the dynasties in Israel started when they said we want a king and and Saul came on the scene and then David and then Solomon and so on and so on it was 400 years 400 and i want to say it was 490 years because it was it was 70 it was 70 shmitas that they didn't observe the shmita they didn't allow the land to rest when when god sent them into babylon it was a completion of 70 times seven they were supposed to let the land rest every seven years and they hadn't done it and they hadn't done it and they hadn't done it and they hadn't done it. And wow. so it was another case of disobedience, but God giving them a really long time to get it together. And one generation would get it and hold back the the wrath. Mm-hmm. And then the next generation would say, eh, we don't have to do that. And so it would go on. Yeah. So um anyway, the point is that that our our wonderful father puts up with a lot for a long time before yeah. the hammer comes down.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: he's he's long suffering. He really is. He he puts up with a lot for a long time. And but then there comes a time. He's a good father. There's a there's a time when the fire comes. Mm-hmm. And he he started out showing his fire to Israel. Yeah. on on Mount Sinai. He showed them the fiery the fiery side of him so that they would know that he really is this real awesome God. Yeah. Real. He's real. He's fiery. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a consuming fire. But he made us in his image. Mm-hmm. So when, when, he, um, when he spoke to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 5.14, he said, Therefore, thus says Yehovah the Lord of the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire, and this people would, and it shall devour them. Now that was at the end of that long, 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 long suffering mm-hmm. of God, but he'd had enough because the people were not listening. He yeah. was sending his prophets, and they were not listening. So then he made us, he made people in his image. So I believe that this miracle that we had, this miracle mm-hmm. of this this uh a message from the lord i believe this is a message from the lord that we are to open our mouth mm-hmm. and let the fire fall yeah okay um the fire fell first on the believers on the day of pentecost
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so that's the kind of fire that we're looking for to begin with yeah that mm. It will be a fire that changes our lives. Changes everything, yeah. It'll Mm -hmm. change us. It'll change our lives. It'll change the culture as we let him change us.
1: Yes, amen.
0: And as we let him, let his fire flow through us. Mm -hmm. John the Baptist said of Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world.
1: Yes, uh uh-huh.
0: And before he said that, he said, There's one coming after me. Whose shoes I am I'm not worthy worth to unloose. To
1: loose, yeah. uh-huh.
0: Okay, I'm not even worthy to bend down and take off his shoes. <laughs> but he's going to come and baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Yeah. I'm Baptist, I'm baptizing you with water. Mm-hmm. But he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. They were being baptized in the fire.
1: fire. Yes,
0: hallelujah. And the fire the came flood. down on their heads and it began to write the word of God in their hearts and in their minds. Yes. And that was the oh. thing that was promised in Jeremiah 31. This is the new covenant that I'm giving to Israel I and to Judah. I will, um, I will be their God and they will be my people and I will blot out their iniquity and I will write my word in their hearts and in their minds and they shall know me. Hmm yes that's the new covenant that's Mm -hmm. that's what jesus instituted on the on the night in which he was betrayed and he gave his disciples the the cup of redemption he was it was a seder meal and he gave them the cup of redemption and said this cup Mm -hmm. is the new covenant in my blood and this is a serious time to be taking communion every day Mm -hmm. um we we take communion every day as we're able and i mean obviously there are times when it doesn't work <laughs> but communion is huge and it helps to bring the fire in us as we spend devotional time with him mm-hmm. so what happens in the presence of the lord is that his mouth sends out fire let's read um second samuel 22 this is an amazing scripture this is right at the at the end of David's life. And he's giving the words to a song that the Lord gave to him uh, when, he deli- when the Lord had delivered him from the hand of all of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he says, the Lord is my rock. I'm reading from the Amplified. The Lord is my rock of escape from Saul and my fortress in the wilderness and my deliverer. My God, my rock, in him will I take refuge, my shield. And the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, and my refuge, my Savior, you save me from violence. I call on Jehovah, I call on the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, and I'm saved from my enemies. The waves of death enveloped me. The torrents of destruction made me afraid. The cords of Sheol were entangling me. I encountered the snares of death in my distress. Ha! I called upon Yehovah. I cried to my God, and he heard my voice from his temple. My cry came into his ears. Now, here's what happens when we cry to God. This is what happened when the children of Israel in Egypt were crying out to God. Here's what God did, and here's what God did for David, and here's what he'll do for you. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. My cry came to his ears. Then... The earth reeled and quaked. The foundations of heaven trembled and shook because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devouring fire from his mouth. Coals were kindled by it. And then it goes on to say, he bowed the heavens and thick darkness was under his feet. He wrote on the cherub and so on. Uh, it, it goes on and you can read it yourself from Second Samuel 22. But the point I want to make is that a fire goes out of his mouth and, and devours and coals mm-hmm. are kindled by it. The Young's translation says uh, that a fire from his mouth devoureth, brands have been kindled by it. Mm-hmm. Well, when I wow. read that, I remembered John Wesley remember the story when he was a child he was one of
1: the 13 kids or something. Uh, oh it was many kids it was I don't many. remember
0: it was 13 or 20 or 20 something but there were a lot of children in that yeah. house and Susanna Wesley was was uh, his mother and Samuel Wesley was his father and apparently it was arson from what I've been reading and someone which was trying to burn the house down and Samuel had gotten most of the children out But he was looking around, and he he saw that John was not among the children. And he saw that Susanna wasn't there, his wife. So he was praying, because he couldn't get to John. The flames were between him and John, and he couldn't get there to save him. So he was praying. Samuel was praying and saying, God, I give John into your hands. And just then, John jumped out the window. (laughs) And there was a man nearby that saw him jump and ran and and caught him. Wow. And all of his life, John referred to himself as a brand plucked from the burning. Yeah. And that is a scripture. Zechariah 3, 2 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke you, O Satan, even the Lord of Yehovah that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Mm-hmm. that and uh, that was referring to Joshua the high priest that was standing before the angel of the lord and satan was standing beside him to resist, to resist him uh-huh. to be an adversary to him so jehovah said unto satan jehovah rebuke you satan and so all all of john wesley's life he referred to himself as a brand plucked from the burning
1: mm-hmm. yeah and well he burned too
0: and and uh. you know he he eventually when once he came to know the lord jesus as his savior you know it's interesting the words that he used when he really came to know that he was saved he said that his heart was strangely Strangely warmed warmed.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and and he then he knew he knew that his salvation was sure and he began to preach the reality of of a life that is given to god a, and 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 pre- he preached the fire in in fact i think it's said of him uh, and there are people that said that he didn't say it but he said i set myself on fire and people come to watch me burn or, or <laughs> catch the fire with me and and uh, I light myself on fire and people come to watch me burn. He may not have said it, but somebody said it who was, who was firing. <laughs> <laughs> and, it and when, when could have you, been
1: Whitfield too. It
0: could have church. been. I mean, I don't know who it was. It doesn't matter who it was. But the point is that the fire of God that's on us will make a difference. The fire of God that's in us mm-hmm. will make a difference when we open our mouths and speak the word of God. Yeah. Uh But this is something that has to come out of our prayer life. Mm -hmm. It has to come out of our intimacy with the Lord. It it doesn't do us any good to just read a scripture and get inspired and and go out and blurt it out Mm -hmm. if you haven't prayed into it.
1: You have to live the scripture.
0: Exactly. Uh And Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father doing, and Mm -hmm. I only say what I hear my Father saying. Mm-hmm. So it's in our prayer life. Our prayer life has to get lit on fire. Yeah. Uh-huh. As our prayer life is lit on fire by our intimacy with he who is the all-consuming fire, as we as we let him light himself up inside of us, then we come under that anointing that will cause the words of our mouth to make a difference in the atmosphere. It'll set the fire burning. Remember what what Etienne said? Etienne Blom said when he was with us on our podcast several episodes ago, I'll put a link to it, um, he said that the Lord showed him a vision of this fire that was over the whole atmosphere of the earth. Mm -hmm. And we're down here praying, oh God, send the fire, oh God, send the fire, and God is waiting for us to have the fire, and wherever he sees the fire, he will send the fire. So it's mm, in our yeah. prayer life.
1: Yeah, As good. we
0: get set on fire, mm-hmm. then we'll be able to open our mouths and say things that are going to make a difference in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We will open our mouths, and God will fill our mouths with his fire. And, you know, what happened on the day of Pentecost? Peter opened his mouth. We, we've had a couple of uh, episodes about Peter here recently. Uh, Peter opened his mouth on the day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. and and he was baptized with fire in yeah. that day. And how many thousand?
1: 3,000.
0: 3,000 were, were converted. Sa- converted. So 3,000 people were saved. In that moment, they were, they were transformed. Their lives were transformed. They caught the fire. And these were people who had come from all over, over. the world, the known yeah. world. They were Jews in dispersion that had been dispersed out into the nations. They came back to Jerusalem because God said to come back three times a year. Mm -hmm. If they were that far out, they probably didn't come for all three. But they may have come for Passover and stayed the extra 50 days. I don't know. But anyway, they were there on that day, people from all over the known world. And they caught the fire and they carried it home with them.
1: Yeah. Wow uh-huh
0: and that's what God is wanting to do in us. He's wanting to use us in these days to bring the fire to bring the Holy Spirit to let the Holy Spirit come into us through us into the place where we are sent by God. amen Hold and on. and where we where, wherever we stand. yeah so there's there's some people coming up in in the future at some point that we're going to see in Revelation 11.
1: And in verse 3, And I will authorize my two witnesses to prophesy, wearing sackcloth for 1,260 days. These two witnesses are the two olive trees and the two lampstands that stand before the Lord God of the whole earth. If anyone attempts to harm them, fire will flow out of their mouths and consume their foes. All who seek to harm them will die in this way. They have authority to shut the heavens so that no rain will fall during the days of their prophesying. They have authority over the waters to turn them into blood and to strike the earth with every plague imaginable as often as they desire.
0: Wow. Wow. That's the two witnesses. That's
1: the two witnesses.
0: Now, now, I want to give you a warning. Um, There have already been numerous two witnesses that have showed up in Jerusalem. (laughs) Yes. Um, We know a story... Uh, that, uh, Jean and Mary Lois uh, that, that run our house in Jerusalem, tell this story about a friend of theirs or someone they knew at least, uh, who had guests over for dinner and, um, the not, a not came on the door and the, the man of the house went to the door and, and these, here's these two men. And they said, we are the two witnesses. We heard that you could put us up. And, and the man says, well, come on in. We've got two more just like you at the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there are folks that, that get a, a so-called prophetic inclination. Mm-hmm. And, and just, just remember that there is an adversary that is trying to deceive the people yeah. of God. And mm-hmm. if he can't get us to outright sin... He might be able to get us to take on uh, a false prophecy,
1: yeah uh-huh. or
0: a false idea, mm-hmm. and go out to uh, to really make a fool of yourself. I mean, uh, yeah. there, mm-hmm. there are those that are out there doing that, and that's not what our father has in mind, and he wants us to get an, get an upgrade in our discernment.
1: And we don't know if we will even be here when the two witnesses come. Right, we don't. Because there'll be fire and plagues and yeah, all kinds of things. So the rapture may have already happened. We, right, we don't know.
0: I I don't know the timeline on that. I'm I'm sort of a pan tribulationist. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to watch and see watch how it all see. pans out. Yeah. Uh-huh. But but my point is, it's in our prayer life. It's in our devotional life, and it's also in our ability to hear wisdom and hear the discern the word of God. We need each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We need we need to check things out with people that we trust in the spirit. It's people that, that can hear from God, people who have good discernment. If you're if you're being inclined to go and do something, make sure that you have adequate confirmation. Like I really don't think God minds um, answering like Gideon Gideon mm-hmm. just wasn't sure about was this really the word of the Lord uh, and, and he had the, f- the fleece out there some people are saying well that's not a good thing to do well if that's what you need to do let the Lord give you a confirmation just like he gave me a confirmation with this le- letter pay on my necklace mm-hmm. right there was this little flash card <laughs> that said Petuach yeah, open well. Came, Open your just, mouth This
1: came out of nowhere came you
0: know. out of who knows where yeah. and and uh and and confirmed for us this word of the lord mm-hmm. so we want to encourage you to get in your prayer closet get deeper yes. in your relationship with the lord Th- this is what we are all about here at global outpouring we want to contend in our prayer closet for that outpouring contend for and, oh and that that was one thing that uh, that etienne said that that god said about that fire he says this is my global outpouring
1: yeah uh-huh. that was amazing it was
0: amazing and he thought of us i mean etienne thought of us i think our father did too yeah uh but but he's he's saying that that this is my global outpouring this outpouring of fire Mm-hmm. And so we're contending for that by getting into our prayer closet and letting our Father contend with us yeah. to, to deal with our flesh so that he can, can move... By his spirit through us, that we will be led by the spirit and not be uh, going after the things that we desire in the flesh, that we'll contend for that outpouring. And this is an equipping. You equip for the outpouring in the prayer closet. You equip for the outpouring in the study of his word. You equip mm-hmm. for the outpouring in, in meeting with other believers and passing the fire among you and getting confirmation among you so that you're prepared to engage in that outpouring that that the Lord will pour his fire through your mouth, open your mouth in these days, Philip, would you close us with prayer?
1: Oh well, Father, we thank you for your word and that holy spirit that you you came down upon three thousand in the day you came down on everybody on um, that was standing on 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 this temple mount that that was they were there on the on the, you saw it come down on the On the house. You saw it come down on the house. And the house was full of your glory. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, you're doing this again. Lord, you're doing it even individually when people get filled with the Holy Spirit, that your fire comes down. And, Father, we just contend in staying in that fire. Yes. Because, Lord, if we step out of it, that's when we begin to go cold. So, Father, we just keep our eyes on you, our ears tuned on you and that we will hear your voice clearly, and we can give your your seasoned word in its time, Father. Hallelujah. In your name, Lord
0: Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence.